Hello and welcome to All Villa No Filler, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team, of course, and how great did the mighty Villa look in their 3-0 demolition of Everton in the Kazoo Derby, or El Kazooico, as we prefer to call it. We'll talk about that in a moment. Plus, Frankie turns up the heat with today's spicy question. But before Frankie poses me a piping hot question, it's time I check in on him. Frankie, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thanks. I seem to say very good. I, I, I'm so uncreative. Every time I answer that question, I was going, yeah, very good, thanks. Like, I'm not very good. I'm just, <laughs> uh, I'm just mid-happy. Okay. It's like, it's, it's, I think it's just a natural reaction. If anyone asks me, even if I'm dying inside, ask me how I am. I'm like, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, good, thanks. <laughs> Are we uncovering things about ourselves? Are we like doing, is this like a psychological profile? Like, oh, we're covering up our inner, just sort of mundane. I'm all right. I'm fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fine, things I'm are good, okay. Yeah. Not um, bad. But actually, no, I had a, a really fun weekend. Uh, I had to catch up with the Villa game uh, yesterday. I taped it because on Saturday I went to a wedding. Uh, my cousin uh, Olivia got married to Harry. It was a great wedding. I know they listen to the podcast, so congratulations. It was a really excellent day. Um, it was a very Villa heavy um, ceremony, actually, because everyone was Villa fans, lots of mentions of the Villa. Uh, and it oh, turns me. out that the groom, who grew up a Liverpool fan, has agreed to start supporting Aston Villa. So, <laughs> you know, clearly he's got his head screwed on. Um, you know, I mean, what are Liverpool ever going to win? I mean, Liverpool, I mean, I can't remember Liverpool winning much. So, you know, Aston Villa, he's guaranteed trophies. Absolutely. Guaranteed success. That I mean, that sounds like to me, you know, how you sort of sometimes you might have to sort of be baptised or even change a religion to get to get married. Um, but this is this is more important than that, of course. So Absolutely. Change your, change your football club. But, and, you wow. know, in that, and worship at the altar of uh, God himself, Paul McGrath. Um, <laughs> and it was quite funny, you know, there were, you know, during some of the speeches, a couple, the Villa game was on and a couple of my cousins had it on the phone, you know, looking at it. And uh, that could have gone very wrong, you know. Imagine during the speech, someone's like, and we, we toast to those who are no longer with us. Yes! Get in! <laughs> Matty Cash, you beauty! But no, thankfully that didn't happen. But no, it was a brilliant, brilliant ceremony, brilliant day. How have you been? What a wedding gift! Um, yeah, I've been I've been pretty good. I've also been uh, at a wedding, Frankie. Not not the same one, and certainly not a not a, a villa uh, a villa themed or villa based one. There weren't that many villa supporters there, unfortunately. It was actually yeah. a Liverpool fan who was getting married. Um, so you know, and he wasn't. I did try my best to try and convert him, but um, but he wasn't having any of it, unfortunately. But um, yeah, it was it was it was very it was very good. Um, you know, lots of late nights. Um, and Edinburgh is a is a lovely city, home of course of uh, Hibs. I actually walked past uh, Easter Road, and I thought I was thinking of John McGinn, you know, because oh, that's uh, you know obviously that's where he suppliers suppliers trade, and um, what a signing he's been. Uh, we'll probably talk about him in a moment, actually, about his um, his head injury that he picked up yeah, uh, in the yeah. win over over Everton. But yeah, I, I, it was the first time actually I've been to Edinburgh, and it's not been either. Uh, bucketing it down or freezing cold, and I have to say, <laughs> when it's not either of those two things, it's actually a really nice city. So it's spectacular! I, uh, oh, it's so nice. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Really, really good. But hey, it's nice to be home. It's nice to be talking to you about the villa, and it's nice to be talking about a uh, God. What a win! A big oh, win, three 0 win over of Everton. So, uh, so we're going to win the league now, Frankie. I think we are. So basically, <laughs> while we were wedding crashers, Aston Villa went and got the business done. Um, you know, I. 
I predicted we'd win 2-1, and I think we've had quite a good re- recent record against Everton. Um, but with Benitez coming in, canny manager, away from home, he's decent, he's clever, uh, and a good record against Villa. And Everton had a great start to the season. So what a statement result that was to go and absolutely hammer them 3-0 like that. Um, I think we have to take into account, um, you know, and say in fairness to Everton, they were missing some real crucial players in Jordan Pickford, Calvert-Lewin, Richarlison and uh, Seamus Coleman, I think. So, uh, you know, I think if Villa were missing those kinds of players at Goodison Park in a reverse fixture, it'd be a tough day out. But look, you know, we go up against what was still a very good side. Um, They had their chances. Damari Gray had a good chance in the second half. But um, the introduction of Leon Bailey seemed to turn the tide. And after a cagey first 60, what an in, what a 21 minutes that was. Uh, mm. You know, whatever he was on for. Um, was it so solid crew did 21 seconds to go? 21 minutes to make Villa go. Uh, we were, it's um, the 3-5-2, it worked. That's great yeah. to see. Um, I still think there's a little bit more. Uh, I think Ollie Watkins probably is going to take a little bit of time to get used to a new sort of way of playing up front in a two, considering he spent the entire year as a three with Grealish. Um, so I, I, I'd be a bit patient with him because he looked a little out of sorts of thought against Everson. But Ings, um, brilliant. Um, the first assist. goal. Well, yeah. I mean, the first goal, uh, you know, he came deep, held it up, lovely pass to Douglas Ruiz, threw mm-hmm. ball to Matty Cash. Mm. And then the third goal, what a fantastic ball that was to um, assist one of the assists of the season in the the Premier League. I think that was to Leon Bailey. Um, But, you know, I think that the shining moment for me was seeing Matty Cash get forward. Now, last year, I did actually say at a few points, I thought it'd be quite nice if we just experimented and tried Matty Cash maybe in the on the right of the front three. At times when we were had a few injuries um, and brought someone else in to play at right back, but um, to see him get forward as far as he did, and then take the ball on his left and hammer it top corner, fantastic! And the and it's it's suggestive that the the sort of five three two or three five two, whatever you want to call it, could really suit him, um, mm. and he could be a more dynamic player in that formation because uh, he was a midfielder at Forest. Let's not forget. And yeah. my God, the look on his face. It oh, made me God. think of Barry Davis's commentary. Just look at his face. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen a man so happy. The last time I saw someone that happy was when you saw me arrive in Cardiff recently, George. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, that's was, true. He was just like, and then Emmy Martinez running over, all the yeah. Villa team jumping on top of him. It's a really big moment for him, and it's a great sign for Aston Villa that our players and our goalkeeper are running out that far to one of their teammates to celebrate such a big goal and big moment for him. We have a great squad. I tell you what, we, yeah, we do look we do look special, don't we? And as you say, as a as a team, we look um they they, they look they look they look happy to play with each other. They look uh, like they all get on. They look like you know they um they're working hard for each other. And and this was always the uh the the kind of the thinking, I think, this season. Once I hate to bring it up again, but once once Grealish did go, that um, you know we weren't this one man team. That we were this collective, and we were going to work hard together to get results. And you know, it was a blistering twenty minutes um, from everyone. I mean, but Bailey was the driving force behind it. Obviously, when he was brought on, he offered um, that attacking edge uh, down that left hand side. I thought 
you know, target target's a good defender. Um, I, but you know, when it comes to attacking prowess, Bailey just just had it in in spades, didn't he? And, and such pace and physicality and power and and drive. And he's he's exactly the sort of player that gets people off their seats, isn't he? He's 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 got that explosiveness about him, and he seems such a likable. Uh, bloke as well he was interviewed after the game and he just you know I watched the interview with a smile on my face because he's got this kind of just this oozing charisma about him he's a cool character he's a cool character you know he's he's great to, he's I think great the kids all from. love him the kids all love definitely him. Yeah, yeah definitely definitely and um you know it's going to be it's going to be interesting going forward because as you say we play this 3-5-2 next week we play Man United and Twanzebe can't play because it's his parent club so you know potentially we'll have to go back to her a four-three-three, and and maybe Wendy will come back in, and um, I mean, what what an incredible sight to see! The fact we had a hundred billion pounds on our bench against Everton, we had Wendy, yeah, we had Bailey on the bench, hundred million pounds worth of you know yeah. talent, you know, obviously plus the other players that we had. So you know, when have we ever been in a position to say to say that? Even under the O'Neill days, I, I can't remember, you know, that much talent sat on the bench. So yeah, it was it was a great performance. I, it didn't, I'll be honest, the first half it didn't look. And into the second, it didn't look like it was a three 0 game. No, to it be didn't. Honest. No, in fairness um, to Everton, thought, you know, they did well. In they did, and and you know they 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 did have their injury problems. You, they, yeah, any any team without Calvert Lewin and Richarlison in 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 the in the ranks is going to struggle. Um, and Rondon's just you know not not at that level by any stretch. I think they had to play a make a makeshift um, defender at right back. So you know they were they weren't at their at their strongest at all. And obviously we we know what it's like to have injury problems so early in the season, don't we? So it it didn't it didn't um, yeah. all go well for them. But that said, that twenty minute spell they just could not cope with us. Once we got that first goal and and cash and what a finish it was. You know, as you say, great link up play from Ings and what a through ball that was from Douglas Luiz. Cutting inside and, and getting that goal in, and it lifted the roof off Villa Park. And then once, and, and that that is why you know Villa Park can be such a intimidating place for opposition um, teams to come, and, and why it can be a bit of a fortress for this, us this season. If we get the fans like that packed out Villa Park, cheering the team on, celebrating when goals are scored, and getting a, a really strong atmosphere there, we can do. We can beat you know the best sides in England at Villa Park. I have no doubt with that behind us. And yeah, when Cash scored, it just, yeah, the floodgates opened, you know, within 20 minutes, we were 3-0 up. Bailey did his <laughs> did his job in such a short space of time, <laughs> did his quad in just basically hitting the ball too hard when he <laughs> scored, which um, which was an interesting injury, but hopefully he'll be fine for the for next week. But yeah, it was, it was, it was great. It was an absolutely brilliant performance. And, and that's, that's what you pay your money to go and see, isn't it? It's that kind of entertaining, attacking football i would say the one thing I, I i it was a shame to not see go in was uh was jacob ramby's effort where he did yes. so well to win yeah. the ball it was literally just after we scored was it the second goal or the third goal uh it was just remember. after the second goal i think it was the second goal where he where yeah. he, he, he sort of pinched the ball off uh off one of the everton players and you know he had a chance to pass the wings and and, and watkins who were just ahead of him and they were probably in better positions but you know what I, if I was him, I would have gone for the shot. You know, hmm. winning that ball and and if it only curved in the right side of the post, that what a what a goal that would have been, and what yeah. a moment it would have been for, for Jacob Ramsey. So, you know, that's the only thing I regret from that match. But that is it. You know, it's 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 brilliant. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a statement result. It's a statement result. Yeah, it makes yeah, you stand exactly up and go. Aston Villa beat a good good Everton team three 0 on that, and I think that makes other teams go right. Villa do mean business, and I think yeah. what's exciting is that you know. You think to last year and you think about impact players of the last couple of seasons, you know, you're probably looking at Trezeguet coming on, 
mm-hmm. El Ghazi coming on to try yeah. and make a difference. But this season, you're bringing on it's 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 a different way. You know, you've got like Matt Target coming off, and Leon Bailey coming on, mm. and that, and it's it's a different style. It's a different. It's a it's a. It just feels like we've gone up like another level. I think, and Leon Bailey's performance just added so much dynamism. It just sort of blew Everton away. Really, I mean, a brilliant whipped corner as well for the second goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, also, I think it's worth mentioning. You said Jacob Ramsey. The commentator was having a go at him for not passing that, but I was like. Absolutely, he had every right mm. to shoot that, and he yeah. it, and Ramsey's progression this season again, it's really good performance from him, a full mm. ninety, and his his progression with the ball, he carries the ball better, he's more confident at it, his uh, passing is uh, intricate, it's clever. I think I can, I think he's thinking three moves ahead sometimes when mm-hmm. he's making those passes. Ramsey's the kind of player who low key is just getting better and better. And that when one goal goes in, I can't wait to see what effect that has upon his own confidence. Is mm. he someone then who becomes a goal scoring midfielder? And if so, is, has he? Could he reach a level that we maybe don't even quite realise ourselves yet? Um, I, I think he's someone that you know don't want to hype him up too much, but I'm really excited about. There's every reason to be excited about what he can do. And also, special shout, marvellous Nakamba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as you as you were saying, you know, players like Trezeguet and El Ghazi and Nakamba, what I mean, what great squad players they are, as long as they're happy to kind of sort of play that role. You know, obviously uh last season and the season before they were um they were kind of first team regulars. Uh and now we have the ability to kind of have them coming on and 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 genuinely put in good performances. Um and and yeah, Nakamba coming on for McGinn. When I saw that happening, I was like, oh, you know, McGinn is such an integral part of our team. You know, he's, mm. he's, he's at the real heartbeat in the field. And I thought, what a what a loss he's going to be, you know, coming off after the um, the two head injuries that he picked up. I thought, oh, we could be in trouble here. We could be overrun. But Nakamba, as no doubt I'm sure you'll say, put in an absolutely brilliant performance. Very nuanced as, as his <laughs> as his way is. You know, he's not, he's not pulling up trees, but that's not his job. You know, he he really he really marshaled that midfield and, and, and was controlled. You know, he didn't put in any stupid tackles he sort of read the game very well and to come in cold off the bench and do that sort of job I think yeah absolutely shout out for him I thought he did a, I thought he came in and did a did a great job mm, he's I mean marvelous is um I think if you could if there's something that's frustrating in marvelous is I'd say that he's a little inconsistent I think some games he looks a bit like he's a squad player but then when he plays like he did on Saturday you just think of him as someone who could start easily. Um, he was brilliant in the last game of the season against Chelsea last year, Leeds yeah. away last year. And then you've got uh, this weekend, you know, you come on for John McGinn. Big pressure to do that, you know. It's, it's John McGinn. It's the man. It's the man we all love, you know, meatball. And uh, he's, been the, he's been brilliant to start the season. Nikamba comes in and di- his distribution was exceptional. He um, just got everything right. His positional play was excellent. Um Fair play to him, uh, really. And uh, but what I also liked about it is that in previous seasons, very recent times, if John McGinn goes off, we're all looking at each other, going, "Oh God!" Mm-hmm. We're all thinking, if any of our main players goes off, we're thinking, "Oh, we're doomed. We're this ain't going to end well." This mm. season, the, the range of options. Buendia didn't even get off the bench. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I thought you know from set pieces against Everton, we 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 played. We, you know, we we were pulling out some some interesting set of pieces. I don't know if you know the sort yeah. of one where we we we. I think we. I don't know who took the initial free kick. It might have been Luis. He played it sideways to target. Target played it up 
to someone coming down the wing. He crossed it back to Mings, who headed it down to Ings, and Ings mm-hmm. sort of side-footed it just over the bar. Yeah. And it was clearly, I think it might have been Conza, the player that on, on the far side of the pitch, and it was clearly something we'd worked on in training that yeah. almost came off. And you could see from the players' reaction, they were like, oh, because they knew how close they'd come from, you know, nailing a nailing a, a set-piece routine. That's another string to our bow now. We yeah. look dangerous from set-pieces, which is something we never really looked like before. So from from top to bottom, we're just a much better side in every in, in pretty much every 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 um, aspect, aren't we? And it's credit to Stone Cold Austin McPhee because he, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like as as a, as I noticed at the Newcastle game, it was absolutely remarkable sitting in the stadium and thinking like Villa actually looked threatening from set pieces, which la- all of last year we never did, never, mm. and this season um, against Everton as well. Like I mean, obviously obviously we scored from the corner, but. Um, Tyron Mings nearly headed it into the net. Yeah, in first half, save great save. Yeah. yeah, and there's just it just feels like there's been quite a few moments like that this season where we've just looked from set pieces like we're gonna we could really get a goal here. Um, and last year it was just a write off that just wasn't happening. So um, and it, it's almost like they've worked out. Oh, Mings is a really big bloke. Let's get him at the front post and get him to head it on uh, with headers and or with the, from throw-ins and corners. So. Just a lot, you know, of creativity going on there. So you, got, I mean, you got to. I mean, obviously, we're not on the training ground, so we don't know what's going on. But you look at that, and you go, "Say, well, surely Austin McPhee is proving his worth already." All Villa, no filler on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Welcome back, everybody. Now it's time for this. This is a section where we get the controversial questions answered, all the creative juices flowing as I ask our very own George Zielinski a spicy question. So what could I possibly ask today? Well, George, who do you think is Aston Villa's best defender and which of them would you want to go for a pint with? Ooh, okay. Right. Well, if I can hit you back with a question of my own, are oh. we talking just this season based on this? I know it's only oh, well, it's started it based just, on this season's performances. Um, I get, well, re, I guess recent years. You can, you can Rec- sort of go back last year a bit as well, you know, and last year take things into well, account. I'll tell you what, you know what? I am going to go for someone who's really, really impressed me so far this season. Yeah. And coincidentally, he's also the person that I would go for a pint with. Oh yeah, uh, and that is uh, Mateusz Kaszki, the new Polish international. <laughs> um, who, I would go for a vodka with him. Um, yeah, Matty Kash, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I think he's been great, and I'm not just talking about the the goal you referenced earlier. The kind of change in formation that we've um, we've adopted in the in a, in a few games this season, the three five two. I think generally he is absolutely flourished in that kind of attacking fullback role. Mm. Um, I think probably more so than, than target. I think targets looked a little bit uncomfortable in the new formation. It'd be interesting actually to see whether, you know, in the next game against United, uh, that Ashley Young comes in, plays that position again, because he's much more familiar with it. Or even, you know, who knows, Leon Bailey, if, if, um, 
if uh, we do play 3-5-2. Granted, we don't have um, uh, Twanzebe, so it would probably be Hawes coming in as a centre-back, mm, which yeah. makes me a little bit anxious. I like Hawes. Um, I like Hawes. I do. No, I, I, do, I, do. To be, I like to him. To be fair, he has performed well when he's come in. Mm, um, he's done well the last so, year or two. So, yeah, he has. He has. I, I take that back. I take that back. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I think, I think um, yeah, Matt Cash, I think, you know, coming on from last season, you know, first season in the Premier League, big step up from the Championship. Um, you know, Forest fans were absolutely gutted to see him go. Uh, from what I was what I was reading, and and um, you yeah, know, they've really struggled this season. I think, and and perhaps and last season they struggled, and perhaps one of the reasons was because Cash was one of their best players who um, who joined us. Um, and he 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 was decent last season without being you know too uh, uh, too spectacular. Um, you know. As I say, we weren't playing three five two last season. We were playing more of a four four two. Probably he was he was restricted in uh, in, in in what he could do going forward. But this year, as long as we keep playing a three five two, he's 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 a bit more like unleashed. He's given that freedom to to sort of bomb on and, and act as both defender and attacker. And what you know, what incredible link up play for the goal as we mentioned between him Ings and. Um, and Luis, that's you know, great uh, understanding between those three. Yeah, he probably, as I said, as well as, as you said, uh, Forrest, he he was a, a right winger. He he, he knows how to play a, a more attacking role. And I think this season we could see the real, you know, the, the the best of Matt Cash. And already we're getting that that um, a sense of what could still uh, could still come. And the fact you know he. Randomly, he's linked with um, a call up to the uh, the Poland squad because <laughs> I think on his mum's side he's he's Polish. Yeah, which, yeah. as someone of Polish stock myself, yeah, I would absolutely love to see him put yeah. on you know that famous that famous red and white shirt <laughs> of uh, the Polish national football team, um, <laughs> setting up Robert Lewandowski. Um, that would be amazing, and, and yeah. you know what an achievement for him because you know Poland potentially on course to make a World Cup. Seeing Matt Cash at the World Cup. Yeah, be amazing. Well, what a sight that would be. So, um, and also, yeah, you say someone I'd, I'd like to go for a pint with. Absolutely, he looks. He looks like just the sort of guy you want to go for a pint with. He looks a bit like I could totally see him in like a like a Brit pop band in the nineties. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. He's got that kind of floppy hair. I could see him in like Pulp or Blur or something. Um, you know, he's a bit a bit of a bit of a sort of like a, a cheeky chappy. Really good it? at finger picking on the guitar. Just got that look <laughs> of someone who could like pick yeah. up a guitar and he just it like a mandolin and he'll just play a beautiful tune on a mandolin. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Bit of uh bit of shoegaze, maybe. Um <laughs> yeah, I, I, our, our younger <laughs> listeners really <laughs> really in tune with that one. Yeah, Google that kids. Um but but yeah, like yeah, I think um I think yeah, both on both counts, I reckon uh I reckon Matt Cash would be there. Yeah, I like that. Would be the one for me. What What, what do you think? I, I could well imagine you and Matty Cash just sitting there in a Warsaw bar or <laughs> down there in Krakow chatting away. You going on, look, I'm telling you, Petr Zielinski, he's got the best surname of all footballers. I'm t- um, Zielinski and Cash could be a partnership we see on a football could pitch be a soon. Um, they could be. They could so, be. yeah, uh, I'd love to see him play, get a game for Poland. Obviously, I'd love to see him play for England as well. But, um, you know, yeah. if he gets an opportunity to play for Poland, it'd be wonderful to see him get do that because his talents deserve to play at international level. Um, I think this season when I watched him at Newcastle live and uh, watched him against Everton, I thought he, he was really good. Excellent. I think the Newcastle game, he kind of went a bit unheralded. I saw some people say he wasn't that impressive mm. or not really mention him. And I thought he was 
they couldn't get past him at all. Mm. Um, so, and then to see him get forward, score a goal uh, like he did the other day, I know he scored a few uh, for Forest when he played more in a midfield role. So I think we've not yet seen the best of Matty Cash at Villa. And I wonder if this formation might unleash him. We might see like a, a player who we all start to then sit up and go, oh, that's why he's Poland's number one right back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's, um, and also, yeah, I think go for a drink. I think he, the joy on that man's face when he scored yeah. that goal, the joy in his face when he signed for Villa, like that, the pictures, he's a man who's just like, he just looks a happy, nice man. And yeah. uh, he, he, I've always said he looks a bit like a hero from a fantasy tale. Like he's sort of from like Legend of Zelda or something. He's like like climbing a castle to save Princess Zelda from somewhere, like kicking a football at the enemy. I, I can I can imagine him pulling that face as I line up that um sort of row of Jaeger bombs <laughs> at the bar. You know, just 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 running gleefully to, to to pick one up and down it in seconds. And I reckon the um, next next morning at five a.m. he's so fit and healthy. He'd knock on your door after ten years, he'd be like, "Come on, we're going for a run." <laughs> yeah, you dragging me out you're struggling along <laughs> being carried along in an uber right next to him just like <laughs> trying to get air out the side of the car um and i think he's a bit he's he's become a little bit of a cult figure i think it's that you know the fact that he's got that he's, he's he's grown his hair out a little bit more and he's wearing that that kind of you know the alice band the long throws with the towel the long throws yeah absolutely yeah mcafee working his magic on on cash as well so He's, yeah, he's yeah, he's if, been great. He's been great this season. If he was a professional wrestler, that towel would be merchandise now. It, <laughs> it would have like some kind of slogan that he says, like "Happy Matty" or something, and he'd just be there, <laughs> like rubbing the ball for like ten minutes and then throwing it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I, I mean, personally, I think our best defender, I think, is Ezri Concer. Personally, yeah, sure. I sure. mean, I don't include Emmy Martinez as the goalkeeper. I think I just, mm. but um. So I think Esri Concert is the man who I think if I was to, in my worst case scenario, think who might che- a team like Chelsea think can improve their central defence at some point, then I might think, oh, Esri Concert is probably a player who is absolutely brilliant and could play at the very, very highest level. And I think will do with Aston Villa, of course. Um, of course. So, um He's a player that I really hope has a good connection with Dean Smith from his Brentford days as well. So um, yeah. stays with us for a long time. Signed his new contract. Uh, fantastic player, I think. He really balls the game so well. On a, on a night out, I think he'd be like a pretty cool customer. I think he'd oh, be yeah, pretty yeah, chill. Yeah, sure. He'd just be chill. Sure. He'd be cool. Just like he is on the pitch, just just chill and cool. No problems with anything. Tyro Mings, like, obviously... I love the man. He's a great player. He did brilliantly at the weekend against Everton as well. And I'm uh, looking forward to see how he deals with Ronaldo. Um, but uh, Tyra Mings would be... Uh, I, I think Tyra Mings would be good in a bar, I think. I, I think he'd be... Yeah, I think, I think it'd, be, it'd be everyone's best mate, wouldn't he? Absolutely. Tyra Mings. It'd be, it'd be someone who, who'd get on with absolutely everybody. He'd yeah. work the room. He'd go from person to person. And, and you know, he'd, he'd just, you know, he'd get on like a house of fire with everybody. Uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be a good bloke to take out, wouldn't he? Smart. He'd be dressed. trying to calm. He'd be try, trying to calm Matty Cash down. Yeah, <laughs> smartly dressed. Around like a lunatic. Yeah, Com- smartly dressed. Yeah. Confiscating the towel. He's had enough of this towel now. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he's uh, yeah. He's also got the loudest voice in all the world. I think. Um, oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. You, you definitely noticed that in in lockdown when there were no fans. It, you know, Tyron Minnings was just everywhere, wasn't he? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh it, it's like um 
I just keep hearing that in the back of my mind every now and again because he's a. Uh... You say you sound like you sound like hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be Tara Mings's thing in wrestling. Oh, <laughs> um, but he, uh, yeah, he, his his voice can fill a football stadium in a way that a Shakespearean actor dreams they can fill a theatre. Like Ian McKellen is jealous of Tara Mings, and to be honest, Tara Mings has got the look, he's got the popularity. Either he's going to be a future prime minister, or he could be a future Marvel superhero. Ty the God yeah, of Thunder, yeah, yeah. that's what I call it. So, all right, you've chosen Matty Cash as your uh, as your drinking buddy and your uh, and your your best your favourite defender. I think. My best defender's Edry concert, and if I had to go for a drink with anyone, I think I'd I'd like a good old chat with uh, Tyro Mings. So that was this week's spicy question, and George stuck with his Polish roots and went with Matty Cash as his favourite Villa defender and the one he'd like to go for a drink with. Who would you say is Villa's best defender? Who would you like to go for a drink with yourself? You can let us know by emailing allvillanofiller at gmail.com or getting in touch on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Okay, let's look ahead to Villa's next game in the league now. Obviously, we do have a midweek Carabao Cup match against Chelsea, but in the league, it's Man United this Saturday. Things don't really tend to end well at Old Trafford for us most of the time. Frankie, will it be any different this time around? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love your confidence. Uh, look, um, I actually think it will be. Uh, I think the, la- the last two times I've been to Old Trafford, they've been brilliant matches. We drew 2-2. Uh, the, with Grealish's incredible goal, yeah, oh, I should stop mentioning it, shouldn't I? Uh, Mings's volley, and then mm. uh, last year um, we got really unlucky to lose two one in a really great match. So I think we'll go there and give them an absolute fright of their lives again. Um, I think I really do. I think we'll, we'll cause them a lot of problems like we did for Chelsea away. Um, I'm just looking at their recent home results: beat Newcastle four one, beat Leeds five one beat Everton 4-0 in a pre-season friendly. So it feels like they're just taking out all the people from the 90s that they used to regularly beat. Mm. And Aston Villa's sort of next on the chopping block. Um, mm. But I am I think, uh, you know, it's hard to predict what Villa are going to play like. Uh, it's hard to call. We're not an easy team to study at the moment, I don't think. I don't think you can quite know what to expect. And that caught Chelsea cold. It may well mm. have caught Everton cold when Bailey came on. So I think we're going to give United a real scare. I'm, I'm more confident away than I would be at Villa Park. You know, we just got to accept, don't we, that, you know, United didn't get their penalties at the weekend. So, of course, this weekend, Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be lining up to take a penalty in front of the Stratford end. A very soft one, of course. So I'm, yeah. I'm resigned to that uh, sense of purgatory happening. Uh, so I, I will say it's a draw. Uh and I'm going to say 2-2 with the caveat that I think United will get a weak penalty somehow. They just will. Um, In the 89th minute. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, that's I, I, actually rather optimistic to all. Um, yeah. I, I, I am not, I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking that myself. Um, it's an, isn't it an early kickoff because the Cortinas are playing um, in Manchester that day and, and the council are worried about fans it was moved wasn't it randomly from a three o'clock kickoff until a half 12 kickoff which i don't know if that's going to benefit us in any way or or have any other any impact on us whatsoever i don't know but um 
Yeah, as we we're saying, it doesn't tend to end well uh, at Old Trafford. Is the last time we beat them still the the Gabby header, the one nil, and the in in the O'Neill days, yeah. we were sort of riding high in the league. I think yeah. that was the last time that we beat them at Old Trafford, wasn't God, it? It's so not, um, it's not been a fun. Few but years, I tell you what, from memory, it was Ashley Young who set that goal up. So it, it was could, maybe maybe history will repeat itself. Danny Ings um, getting in there with the header. <laughs> yeah, carbon copy of that goal. Can you imagine? of Gavi yeah that would be absolutely amazing um but yeah I I don't know as you say like we we are very unpredictable I think it's I think we possibly could be the most unpredictable team in the league in terms of personnel and formation that we can play as I've mentioned a number of times now Twanzebe can't play because he's obviously playing against his parent club so whether Smith will keep a fourth uh, uh, three five two and play Hawes there, that's a possibility. I don't know. He might go to a flat back four and be slightly more defensive. Mm. You know, Buendia might come back into into things. We don't know what the situation is with McGinn. Whether he's going to be fit enough to play. Um, yeah, Got to be careful. So there's lots. You do. You do. So th- there's lots of um, there's lots of question marks really over over who we exactly. Um, uh, uh, put out against um, against United, um, but that you know, I don't, I don't think that's that's gonna that's gonna benefit United. I think United are going to be curious as to who who we uh, we turn out, um, and uh, and yeah, it, it could it could. I, I expect an entertaining game. I just think with the likes of you know Ronaldo in just bl- blistering form already, you know, as he was always going to be. Um, Fernandez, Lingard, Lingard's you know. Back in mm. cracking form again after his yeah. Sloan spell at, at West Ham. Um, they've got so much going up top, you know, decent, a decent uh, defense as well. Midfield, they're a little bit hoopy, I think. Well, that's where you target them, that. isn't it? You, 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 so, if... you know, that's that's why maybe a three might might help us if we play three in midfield just to kind of have that extra man there. Um, they're always complaining about not having a, a proper good central defensive midfielder at United. Yeah, 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 so exactly. And, you know, Fred and McTominay, you know, they're, they're not they're not a world-beating partnership, are they? So, yeah, as I said, three midfield, I mean, five if you count the wing-backs, if we do go 3-5-2, that could actually be quite a, a positive um, formation for us to play. Maybe he will go down that route. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm not anticipating, uh, I'm not ant- anticipating a win. I do think we'll score. I think we might get one. But, um I'm going to predict a 3-1 United win. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair enough. I think. And also we play Chelsea, of course, in the Carabao Cup away from home. Yeah. And a good thing about that is I looked at like what our potential second string could be and I'm like, it's pretty good. Yeah. You know, yeah like... I, I expect to see the likes of Sanson yeah. uh, playing. You yeah. know, I think he needs he needs a few more games, doesn't he? And he's, he's kind of the forgotten man, really, uh, Sanson, Real which is shame. a shame because mm. he just he's just... What you want to do is you you want to have a, a a start like Bailey, you know, getting an assist in his first game, and then you know turning up at Villa Park and getting you know essentially an assist and a goal. You want to start like a like a house on fire, don't you? But um, but he just he sort of struggled to get up to speed, and yeah, the injury problems and mm. the competitive um, uh, nature of the midfield, uh, the centre of midfield now is 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 such that we've got you know Chuck Wameka coming through and Ramsey and. McGinn and Luis and Nakamba, you know, they're they're all potentially ahead of him, aren't they, in the pecking order? So it's gonna to be tough for him. But yeah, I think I think if if he plays, he's got a point to prove and um, and others as well. Yeah. Um the Chelsea game, I don't know what sort of team Chelsea are gonna put out. Their second string is absolutely frightening. Oh, like, God, their know, squad yeah. is just 
unbelievable. Seems. I tip them to win the league, and I'm sticking with my opinion. I think they're going to do it. Um, but will they do it in the Carabao Cup against the Villa? I'm going to say we go there and pull off a surprise. Go on, Villa. Yeah. You can do it. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I've been your host, George Linsky. See you next week, Frankie. See you next week, George. Up the Villa. Thank you, Frankie. And it's goodbye from me. We'll be back next week to talk over controversial penalty decisions against United. <laughs> but until then, come on, Super Aston Villa. <laughs>